going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Ahoy ho! Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Pua Kini Kini! Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. You're going to learn about There's Your Trouble. And the girls singing and their father living in on an island in North Carolina. Two of the three Dixie Chicks are sisters. They're his daughters. And they struggled to get into the music business. But listen to the proud papa talking about when he heard this song that you're hearing on the radio. You can feel how proud he was of his daughters in the way he describes this. Listen to this. The Dixie Chicks immediately clicked with fans. When their CD, Wide Open Spaces, was released in January of 1998, it had the highest first week sales of any country group, except Garth Brooks. Well, I knew the, the album was out. This is the dad. And, uh, I'm in North Carolina, I'm driving to school, I'm driving across a bridge from an island where I lived, and all of a sudden, on the local, local station, here's a new group, and uh, on came I Can Love You Better, and uh, I almost drove off the road. He almost drove off the road. But this is the song that, to me, captures why they blew the top off of, forget about country music, I'm talking about rock and roll. They became the number one song they named their album Wide Open Spaces. It's because of this particular song, but they didn't write this song. Who doesn't know what I'm talking about? Who's never left home? Who's never struck out? I want you to hear the story behind Wide Open Spaces. Because we're going to talk about it at 8.15 with an expert, Luke Long, who knows all about looking at Wide Open Spaces. Here's the story. Now listen to Susan Gibson, the young girl growing up in Amarillo, Texas, with a dream that she's going to write songs. We all have dreams, but it's the ones who make it happen. She's had no other hit songs but this one. She wrote this song and kind of put it in a notebook, made a cassette tape, and went off to school in Montana in forestry because she wants to be in wide open spaces, but she forgot her notebook back home when she went off to school and her mom sent her a care package when she went off to school and in that care package the mom remembered you forgot your notebook keep your dream alive and sent her her notebook she said oh yeah maybe i won't learn forestry maybe i'll stick with what i really want to do this is susan gibson you weren't in the songwriting craft when you actually wrote that song no you know what i found a cassette tape of the first like 18 songs I ever wrote that I sent to my mom and Wide Open Spaces was number 12 on there. 
And I probably recorded them in order that I wrote them, you know, just because that was the level of my artistic craft at that time. It was like, well, this one is the one I wrote first, so it'll go first on the cassette tape that I record in the basement of my friend Cleve Malmstrom's house, you know. So, yeah, it was, it was a really early song for me. Wow. You know what I love about that, too? I've thought about this a lot, Eric, is I think if that song would have been, or that, that event of the chicks getting that song and putting it on their record would have happened later in my career, I might have thought that I earned it. Right. You know, but it happened so early on that I, it's so clear what a blessing it is, you know, a gift, really. Like your life. It's a magical moment to be alive. Don't just exist. Do something with your life. That's what Susan Gibson did. She realizes she was fortunate. But what did Gary Player, the golfer, say? Why is it the more I work, the luckier I get? So that's good for me and my ego, to not <laughs> think that I somehow deserve that. Sure. You know, because there's... There's a lot of people that are working really hard that never get that kind of a thing going. And uh, so I had I had some uh, magic around me that year. And a paycheck that comes in the mailbox every paycheck. once in a while. And a paycheck, yeah. To feel fortunate when Vin Scully is ever interviewed. He's the greatest to ever do what he does, to broadcast sports. And I got, I was fortunate enough, thanks to Carlos Saisu, to be able to meet up with Vin Scully and interview him. He's the first one to, def- to deflect any type of praise. He just feels like he's the luckiest, most fortunate guy. Be gracious. It ain't you. Someone has blessed you. Remember that. And Susan Gibson knows she was blessed. That's also what I would wish for my friends that I see working so hard, is just that, that breathing room to go. Right. You know, not feel the pressure of having to write those songs all the time you know, hit after hit after hit. I mean, that's the only one I have, you know? And it was a big one, but it also allows me to write my quirky little songs that aren't going to ever be a big hit, you know? Why did she write this song? How did she write this song? What does Wide Open Spaces mean to her? This is my favorite part. So uh, this, is a, this is a song that is completely autobiographical. I wrote it about making that trip from Amarillo, Texas, that place where the sky comes all the way down to the ground, up to Missoula, Montana, that place where the ground goes all the way up to the sky. And I don't know how many times we drove by Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and never got off the interstate because we were on a, a mission. Now, she's not Natalie Maines. She's not the Dixie Chicks with that million dollar voice but it is special when you hear 